Every time we win, we peel a section. is episode seven of Family Feud Sports, where two lifelong sports journalists, also father and son, intensely debate the week's hottest sports news. With me is none other than the legend himself, the godfather, Mr. Alan Dell, and also a man who left his socks in Sarasota County upon evacuation for Hurricane Irma. Welcome to the show, Mr. Dell, and congratulations on buying yourself a new pair of socks today. How, how does it feel to not be barefoot for the first time oh, in five feels days? feels good. I'm glad to be here. So I'm ready to go. First weekend's in the bag. Oh, my How about those picks, man? Boy, what's up? Uh, well, what can you do about that? Go! The NFL needs a doctor. It needs a surgeon. A lot of things wrong with the NFL. I mean, you want to start with the ejections. Three players were ejected. But what we learned... In the NFL, a punch is not a punch until the NFL tells you. Something's got to be done with the officiating. As I said before, there needs to be a replay on penalties. Point well taken. The coach should at least have one chance to call for a replay on a penalty. So whose fault is it? Well, well it's, it's, it's everybody's fault. I don't think the players should be ejected, uh, especially Jeremy Lane. That really hurt Seattle, especially how to use a rookie at corner against Aaron Rodgers. You're making me look bad, man. People come to see players, not refs. Word. So is this a trend Is, is they, they, they you see? I mean, you're writing down notes all day. You got, you got numbers all over the place. So, I mean, what, what if this is just an anomaly? What if players are overhyped? They're, taking, they're, they're drinking too much juice before they get on the field. I don't think so because from 2010 to 2015, the NFL averaged 7.2 ejections. Last year, there were 13 ejections. And already, first weekend, we've had three. So on track for 48 ejections for the 2017 right. NFL season. Is that right? According, according to your calculator, Mr. Allendale. Uh, you're my calculator. He's high. There's plenty to love and plenty to hate about week one of the NFL season. That's for damn sure. Whether you're just watching the games, whether you're putting money down the lines, so we're going to be making our quick picks again later this week. Great cash, homie. In terms of the NFL and going into week two of the NFL season. Oh, my However, I just got to give a B-I-G, biggie, big shout out to my girl, and you know who I'm talking about. I'm talking about Mrs. Monday Night Football. And wow, what a voice and, and what a great uh, accomplishment, achievement, and, and just great, really, entertainment for Monday Night Football. And, and the Chargers playing at the Denver Broncos and your girl, Beth Moens, yeah, holding it down on the mic, man. No, she's great. She's a pro. She's got a perfect voice. She knows the game. Uh, I don't know why she's been uh, on the fringes. Well, I, we all know why because she's a female, but she's really good. I hope they get her uh, regular work. She deserves it. I mean, play-by-play announcer, sports journalist for ESPN and CBS. She typically calls women's college sports. You know, listening to her voice call that game. I mean, Rex Ryan, I know people were kind of saying what they wanted about his antics, but I I truly enjoyed uh, listening to that game and saying, wow, she really had like a different, very thorough take on everything from statistics to analysis to breakdown 
uh, to just injecting personality into it and just hats off to Beth Moens. Hey, girl, how you doing? Uh, for what she did. And I, I look forward to having her call more Monday Night Football games yeah. in the future and, and do more. I know she, she's slated for two more games on the docket this season with uh, CBS. Beth Moens is. Oh, um, shout out to Beth Moens. Let me throw one, one note in yeah, there. Uh, right now, Beth and Doris Burke are the two best female pro sports announcers. That's homegirl right there. That's Hefe, man. Yeah. Uh, so she, uh, Doris Burke. Yeah, just want to throw that in her. there. I just want to mention this. If looks could kill, New Orleans head coach Sean Payton would be dead. Anderson would be arrested for murder. You saw the sideline antics. I have no idea what Adrian Pearson is doing with the New Orleans Saints. He doesn't fit in. He's 32 years old, which is ancient for a running back. You're making me look bad, man. He's in the wrong place. So broke ass. And I don't know what's going to happen with Sean Payton. A shame. Why is he there? I have no idea unless he couldn't get a better deal from another team. How do you pay, man? Huh? If you don't write checks, how do you pay these guys? Hats off to the Atlanta Falcons for holding on to that lead. Well, wait, oh, no, 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 no. Hats, hats off to Mike Lennon. I mean, come on. Oh, he lost. Come on. The, the Bears were five yards away from winning Sunday, and Lennon throws two perfect passes that were dropped. Thanks, God. So I'm sorry. He, he's, he's been oh, lying. He could have done more than that, Mr. Allen. Yeah, yeah, I, I said this, that, was a, this was the Glennon ball. Now the Glennon ball moves to Tampa when Chicago comes in Sunday. I'm just excited to be here. To take on the Bucks, Glennon's old teammate. Um, they know everything about him. Yeah, I say hats off to Mike Glennon because he's not going to be the starter that long. We all know that. Yeah, hello, Felicia. Mike uh, Glennon, 20, 26 for 40, 213 yards, one touchdown. Yeah, I but mean, he did it's, it's okay. Win, he threw the winning touchdown twice and it was dropped. You need to borrow a job. Everybody's saying Brady's too old, Breeze is too old, they're ready to break out the crutches, the nurses aid. This is going to be interesting. Are you, are, you, are, you, are you buying or selling on that? I'm selling. I'm not buying on that. I mean, I, Brady I and Breeze are still two of the top five quarterbacks in the NFL. Already? Are you telling me that? Is that a true statement or no, Mr. Allendale? I'm putting you on the spot right now. Come on. Catch me outside. How about that? I'm not so sure about Brady. Losing Edelman may be... He's uh, not talking. He just won the Super Bowl. He was yeah. just Super Bowl MVP. Yeah, but he doesn't have his man Edelman, the slot receiver. I Tom Brady makes Julian Edelman. Julian Edelman doesn't make Tom Brady. But y'all don't say that. So you're no, telling, you're telling me Brady's not a top five quarterback after just one poor performance in week one, Mr. Allen did. I'm just saying the old folks bowl this Sunday. In you need to put more faith into your people, my man. Put more faith into your people. That's a message from I, Mr. Sonny. And I was surprised Marshawn Lynch rushed for 76 yards, 18 carries. Mm. I told you so, Mr. Allendale. Come on now. Well, you're overreacting. Yeah, you, you need to stop hating on your people, man. You're hating on all the old guys who still got the talent. In this world, 2017, we got the vitamins. We got the technology to stay strong. We got the routines and processes down to a freaking T, my man. He high, man. He's hallucinating. Smoking that shit. He's high. We got this. These guys are good. Marshawn Lynch is still a top five NFL running back, just like Brady and Breeze are top five NFL quarterbacks. You cannot tell me otherwise. I'm not sold on Marshawn Lynch. Oh. I know it was you, Fredo. You broke my heart. You broke my heart. Big shout out to Raiders kicker Giorgio Tavecchio, who yeah. spent four years in Oakland Raiders training camp, never getting a single start playing behind Janikowski. Remember me? Now coming in, helping kick the game winning field goal in that game we just talked about, and really showing that he could be a kicker of the future for that franchise, which has a very bright future nonetheless. You know, you know what's interesting about the, the Raiders kicking history, and this is for a 
the old folks, uh, my friends. Uh, what about Upchuck Kamalu? That goes back to the George Blanda days. Maybe the young people never heard of him. He was a quarterback and a kicker for the Raiders. And what a career he had. He was kicking field goals until he was 44 years old and also playing some quarterback for them. So it, it, the history of the Raiders kicking is, is just incredible. Uh, that's a shout-out to Al Davis somewhere up there in heaven. I'll go holler at him, son. Hey, everybody's already predicted Chuck Pagano's on his way out. Oh. I got him at 100 degrees right now. but he, So he's got a little bit of time. In oh, 100 degrees? That's not even that hot. I mean, I mean, not, we're talking NFL, but in my college hot seat, Brian Kelly is boiling at 180 degrees. A Notre Dame coach is, is after he lost to Georgia. Taping hot. After he lost to Georgia, 20 to 19, and then he gets into this argument with a female reporter, which I don't think she acted totally professionally. She gave a long narrative, and then she asked him a question. She gave a long narrative about how the season was last year when they were four and eight, and then he finally says, uh, "What is your?" question (laughs) (laughs) that's the funniest damn thing i've ever heard and then she says well is this going to be like last year he was abrupt with her but if you're in notre dame and you're a head coach you got to handle that stuff better than that point well taken but i can feel it i can feel the heat for kelly i mean it's scolding hot i I can't get too close to his seat it's getting too hot ernie was terrible I was just terrible. Their defense offended me. That's how bad it was. It was crazy. They need to be all over Kobe Bryant, just like we need to be all over Kim Jong-il. Kim Jong-il is nuts. He's going to blow up the world because he's a knucklehead. You're fired. Sports World to Episode 7 of Family Feud Sports, where two lifelong sports journalists, also father and son, intensely debate the week's hottest sports news. And and let's just start it off. Our college football insider weekly edition with none other than former college football insider himself and a man who has his new socks. And he's really excited about it, folks. Mr. Allen Dell, let's get into your Heisman hopeful and your and your updated Heisman race. My two favorites for the Heisman are Lamar Jackson and Louisville and Josh Rosen for UCLA. They're tied for my lead. Close behind is Baker Mayfield. Yeah, I didn't forget about Sam Darnold. And we had this caller from Penn State that kind of got on us for not mentioning Saquon Barkley. What? From Penn State. And if you want to get down deep, there's Mason Rudolph from Oklahoma State. I'm 40! Right now, Lamar Jackson and Josh Rosen, they're two totally different quarterbacks. Who would you pick right now between I, those I, two guys? I, I gotta if go. you had to pick right now. I want to ask you a bunch of questions. I want to have them answered immediately. Especially I'm going NFL. I gotta go with Josh Rosen. Oh, I see now. Yes, it's all good. Yeah. With their big comeback win in week one and, and showing that now we can win games and, and create memorable moments. We talk about those Heisman moments and Josh Rosen and Lamar Jackson are definitely creating those right now. Right. Not to mention your boy Baker Mayfield, too. I'll put Lamar at 1A and Rosen at 1B, but they are so close. And Baker's in my third spot, but rising real hard is Sam Darnold from you. USC, the darling, boy. the darling of so many people. That's hefe, man. And to get, that's 
my Trojan bias, your Trojan slash MGM grand bias right there. Let's talk about Baker Mayfield for a second. And obviously Heisman candidate, another guy on the rise, right? You know, part, part of your top five right now. Quote unquote, showing disrespect, or at least that's what some people say, uh, of planting the flag, what, on Ohio State's uh, football field? Robert better not get in my face. Because I'll drop that motherfucker. And the fact that he came out and he apologized after the fact. The hell on, Felicia. Well, I don't think he had to apologize because... No, he did. It's ridiculous. You know, why, why, why in the hell did he have to apologize? I, I think that's absolutely ridiculous yeah. that he had to do that. Wait a minute. I ain't coming over there. Well, they went into Oklahoma and beat them last year. So. And this is a football... This is a game. Football's a game. These are all games we're playing. Sports is a freaking game. Let the kids have fun, man. You want to stomp on the logo before or after the game? Hey, man, do it, do it after the game. Or if you do it before the game, at least back it up and win the freaking game. And they did man so kudos to baker mayfield yeah. hats off to him i'm not criticizing him for apologize but i think it's real lame that we got so many haters and trolls on social media and twitter Boy, that basically out. in essence forced him to come out and apologize hey it's uh it's tiger he's a, he's a young kid he's having some fun and he's showing out right now man hats off to baker mayfield and the sooners it's about mayfield he right now he's got the best victory out of all the highs mechanics he's got the number one You're right victory. about that but there's a, you know there's a lot to be played but lamar jackson louisville takes on clemson this weekend great game i like the way mayfield came back against ohio state three td passes in the second half we have two official weeks in the books of the college football season give us your final four playoff update who, who, who's who's in your final Final four now after two official weeks in the books. Come on now. Putting you on the spot. Here's a shot out of a cannon. Oprah, Barbara Walters, your wife. You got to fuck one, marry one, kill one. Go. I think we're done here. We got Alabama, Oklahoma, and USC, and that four spot is wide open. You want to put a team in there, you can put it in Clemson, but I, I don't think so. And throw in my surprise well, team, the Oregon Ducks. It? Come on. Throw you got the, it's throw, the Ducks. Throwing, Still the Ducks. I'll stay, I'll stay with the Ducks. <laughs> Willie Taggart, the magician. It's my quarterback. Okay, Alabama versus Oregon first round. Who you got? Nick Saban University wins that one. No, no way, Willie Taggart. No, shocks the world. Willie Taggart. You write that. That's the perfect way to write that book on Willie Taggart right there, baby. Yeah, I'll pick USC to beat Oklahoma, and USC meets Alabama. You know what? I'm gonna go with USC. Uh, it's think, official, think. folks. It's official, and that means if USC wins the national championship over Alabama, plus beating Oklahoma to get there in the first place, Sam Darnold is your Heisman winner, folks. Yeah, and I'm I'm flying to Vegas to cash in my ticket at the MGM Grand. Great cash, homie. Sports world, you heard it here officially. The Godfather's guarantee and his final four locks. But since we haven't won a pennant in over 30 years, nobody recognizes us, not even in our own hometown. That's why we carry the American Express card. No matter how far out of first we are, it's cool. You know, it keeps us from getting shut out at our favorite hotels and restaurant type places. So if you're looking for some big league clock, apply for that little green home run heater. Look what it's done for us. People still don't recognize us, but we're contenders now. The American Express card. Don't steal home without it. And welcome back to episode seven of Family Feud Sports and transitioning into our third segment, or should I say pivoting into our third segment, talking about all things NBA and all things hardwood hoops. 
Just when you think the NFL and football has taken over the news, the NBA rears its head right around the corner, Mr. Allendale, and you know what I'm talking about. Believe that. ESPN and numerous outlets coming out with their new top 100 player rankings. You got the new NBA video games, NBA Live, and NBA 2K18 coming out with the new ratings, blah, blah, blah. You see guys like Carmelo Anthony now, not a top 50 player. What? Dwight Howard and Dwayne Wade, not a top 50 player. Hell no. You mentioned Father Time in your NFL segment, Mr. Allendale. Well, how about Father Time in basketball now taking its toll in some of these guys who were considered greats yeah. and, and, and the top players of their positions not even being that relevant anymore, mm-hmm. right? I mean, and, and and not to mention Kobe Bryant, the the Mamba, the, the the ultimate Black Mamba himself, getting not just one but two jersey numbers retired by the Los Angeles Lakers. Unprecedented, Kobe Bryant, the greatest Laker of all time. He's high. Getting two numbers retired for arguably the greatest sports franchise, definitely the greatest basketball franchise of all time well, in the Los Angeles Boston, Lakers. People in Boston might argue with well, that. Well, bring it on, baby. Kobe Bryant on the Mount Rushmore of NBA players. Well, people want to hate. It's Michael Jordan. It's Kobe Bryant. They're up there together, man. Kobe's one of the goats. Here's my question. You don't think Kobe deserves to have two numbers retired for well, the Lakers? What happens when they build a statue of him in front of Staples Center? Are you going to put two numbers on his jersey? No, you need they- to build two statues. Word. <laughs> Kobe gets two statues. Shaq gets one. Kobe stayed for like five times longer than Shaq did. And Will gets nothing. Oh, come on. This house is a fucking prison. Where's the Will statue at, man? I know. I don't. There is none. No, no. So, so Will doesn't get a statue. You know, you know, people. You know, there's people that aren't even putting Will on the on the Mount Rushmore Lakers players. You're crazy. When the Wilt and the Lakers had the, that was the year they had the longest winning streak in the history of the NBA. That's a shame. Lonzo Ball coming in at 49 on ESPN's top 100 NBA players. And your boy, talking about big baller brand, Lonzo Ball, ahead of your other boy, your real boy, Carmelo, uh, Carmelo. The, hoodie, the, the new hoodie. So he's the Bill Belichick of the NBA now, I, Carmelo I, Hoodie Anthony, coming be, coming out of the top 50 and bringing up the question, which, I mean, something that we've already been saying for years, is Melo no longer a superstar? No, he's not a superstar. He hasn't been for more than a few years. He gets uh, superstar money, that's for well, damn sure. Well, actually, that money is not that great now. Yo, broke A. You know, as, as a Knicks fan, I just want them to trade Melo. He's not going to help them. It's a young team, likes to play up-tempo. Melo is gone. He doesn't play that style anymore. He likes to dominate the ball. So when's it going to happen? I don't know. That's, the, that, that's verification that he's not an all-star anymore because nobody wants him. Cleveland won't give up anything for him, even though he says he doesn't want to go there. Oh, he's like, he's a, home, my friend, he's, as a Knicks fan, then. He's a jump shooter. That's, that is a streak shooter. Yeah, he can hit 10 in a row, and then he'll miss 20. He doesn't play defense, dominates the ball. He's being criticized all over the place by so-called basketball experts for the same thing that Phil Jackson got ripped for. Come after me! When Phil Jackson criticized Mel. I mean, I, he may be a nice person. I don't know him personally. But as a basketball player, he has severe limitations. And now at 33 years old, he, he's just not going to help anybody. You're making me look bad, man. He, he might help a contender, but he certainly isn't going to help the Knicks. That's cute. I remember when I had my first beer. <laughs> you look at Dwayne Wade. He's the guy who isn't valuable as the number one guy anymore, or even as the number two or number three guy. But let's let's say you're the number three slash number four-ish guy, maybe even number five guy coming off the bench for the Cleveland Cavaliers. 
and you're talking about a guy who could really be an X-factor. Practice. That seems like something that's going to become very real as, as the NBA season approaches. Now we, we're about a week away from NBA training camp coming up. I mean, these guys are getting ready. There are definitely no shortage of uh, training camp workout videos and scrimmages together from a lot of these guys. The hype is real, even for now, this early. And you're looking at the NBA, the most profitable sports league in the world. How do you pay, man? Uh There's a lot of superstar... Uh, movement and hype going around even though the Golden State Warriors are still considered the hands-down favorite to win. I mean, people are getting excited about different things. Yeah. All right, I'm excited. Alrighty. Well, I saw a couple other ratings where it had Dwayne Wade at 74, which maybe he belongs. But the guy I can't figure is Dwight Howard. They had him at 73. Okay, he's always had limitations as a scorer, but he's still a force out there on defense. He can still rebound uh, among the top. He's got to be in the top 10 among centers in the league. Those are household names right there, Dwight Howard and Dwayne Wade. Those are commercial guys. The question is, is Dwayne Wade willing to play 20, 25 minutes a game, maybe average? 14, 15, is he willing to do it? Who told you you can eat my cookies? I, 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 I think he, I think he is. I mean, you saw him last year when they had even Rajon Rondo and Jimmy Butler playing together on, on that team in, into the playoffs. I think Dwayne Wade's a guy where even him bringing in LeBron James and Chris Bosh and, and taking that second or third wheel, you know, whenever needed with the Miami Heat and helping them win those back-to-back titles, he's, he's shown to be a guy that can do it. Let's talk, talk about your boy Tracy McGrady even making the Hall of Fame. Maybe he was got more of a guy who didn't show that or, or didn't get a chance to show that with the, with the injuries that he had. Do you think Carmelo Anthony would be willing to take no, a back seat? No, not at all. No, Carmelo Anthony will not be willing to take a back seat. You contribute nothing to society. Let's forget about all that. We're talking about 2017 now. Carmelo Anthony is still well, maybe up to this point, maybe now he's not the most overrated player anymore. He's still overrated. He shouldn't even be in the top freaking 75, man. The guy brings nothing to the game on either side of the ball. He jacks up shots on offense. He's essentially just a taller version of J.R. Smith with uh, less athleticism and slower. He's making it really hard for any NBA team to want to sign him well, or to want to trade for him. Anthony was ranked number 64 by by ESPN, and he, on Twitter he he tweeted, "quote Can't make sense out of nonsense." See, I just out crazied him. Don't be so blatant with the disrespect. He's getting a generous rating at 64, one spot <laughs> below Lakers rookie Lonzo Ball, and I, that must make Lavar Ball very happy. We're right. talking about big baller brand. I mean, let's be honest. Uh, everybody in the league would take Lonzo Ball over Carmelo Anthony. Point well taken. Carmelo Anthony has consistently been the most overrated player in the world when it comes to the sport of basketball for the last five plus years. Let's just lay that fact down right there. Hashtag fact. Okay, wrapping up our NBA segment here and, and just episode seven of Family Feud Sports overall. We've got week three of college football coming up. We've got week two of NFL coming up. We've got, like I said, a week away from NBA training camp officially starting back up. Oh, uh, we, we, yeah. got some, we got some action going on, Mr. Allen. Yeah, well, I'll tell you what I want to see. Let's not build Kobe two statues. <laughs> Take one and give the other one to Wilt and we can have a fair exchange. Guess what? Something's coming to you. And get that Staples Center looking the way it should look. I mean, how silly is that? So you're just hating on Kobe right now. No, I, I don't hate Kobe. It's not his decision. I thought that was your boy. Remember me? It's not his decision, but he'll take one. He doesn't have to be greedy. And again, what are you gonna if you build one statue? What number are you gonna put on? Twenty-four on the front and eight on the back, and then Wilt doesn't get anything. We'll see what happens. Oh, come on, man! Got to show some love for the Mamba.
Come on, Mr. Allendale. Family Feud Sports Episode 8 coming soon. We're going to be breaking down all things NFL, all things college football, all things NBA, and whatever sports that you want to talk about, Sports World. Call in, let us know what are your favorite teams, who are the players that you follow, what are you burning on in the sports world, whether it's on the field or off the field. Let's get the discussion going and the smack talk continuing. This is what I'm going to leave everybody with. Build Wilt the statue. That's all I got to say. Kobe gets one, but so does Wilt. Greatest NBA player in the history of the league. But y'all don't say that. Call in and debate the godfather on that one. You will lose, my friend. Family Feud Sports, Episode 7, where two lifelong sports journalists, also father and son, intensely debate the week's hottest sports news. Until next week, peace out, folks. Peace. Vaughn into the windup in his first offering. Just a bit outside. He tried the corner and missed. Four picks against Grossman and two fumbles. What did you see about the Bears that would shut them down that way? No, we, you know, I mean, we, we just, we, the Bears are what we thought they were. They're what we thought they were. We played them in preseason. Who the hell takes a third game in a preseason like it's bull? We played them in the third game. Everybody played three quarters. The Bears are who we thought they were. And that's why we took the damn field. Now, if you want to crown them, then crown their ass. But they are who we thought they were. And we let them off the hook. Thanks, Coach. Just be careful or you'll be swimming with the fishes. Kobe! Nevertheless, I still write like a mad journalist in the heart of the funk abyss. Who is